And it's a bunch of old leathery uh, fucking yeah. dudes been doing their, it for years. getting their dick sucks by these like bombshell models. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> oh, I love, I love getting my dick sucked. <laughs> I love getting my dick sucked in an airplane. <laughs> and I'm already going to Epstein Island. I'm fucked up, dude. Testing, testing, one, two, three, one, two, three. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Nobody's Happy Podcast. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, the wonderful Josh Cabizzle. And we are in our bomb shelter now. Yes, uh, there's uh, some renovation going on in the studio, which is why I look like uh, I'm in a fucking novella from the 70s in Mexico. The coloring, the tone. Um, shit, what were we talking about? Uh, oh yeah. My camera's not on, but keep going. Your camera's not on? Alright, well, fuck it, man. So, uh, George is not here, uh, because George is out there, uh, getting his, uh, getting his blood tested, getting that, that cholesterol highway he calls a bloodstream tested. Um... no, he's a big fella, so he's gotta <laughs> he's gotta get checked out. You know, he's one of those guys where, like, he when he breathes, you're just like, this is this normal, or is he just that big of a guy? Is that what big guys sound like? Do they sound like they're uh, swimming in mud? We do. It's not our fault. Yeah, uh, it is our eating habits, but not our fault. <clears throat> What was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about Elon Musk. <clears throat> First of all, didn't Elon Musk, uh, he owns Twitter now, right? Correct. Because I've been going into Twitter, right? And he keeps saying that Twitter is up in usage, the most it's ever been for the past few weeks. And it's weird, like, just in the past few weeks, I've been getting on Twitter more. Um, but I don't know, like, like, why? Like, why did a bunch of us just decide to go on Twitter all of a sudden in the past few weeks? Because he's the billionaire you back. Um, the billionaire I mean? back? Not, not like, like in. I'm saying like, there's certain billionaires people back. Like, there's people who are Bill Gates fans. You know what I mean? They're like, he does so much for the world. Look at what he does for the world. And other yeah. people are Elon Musk people. I don't know any Jeff I Bezos mean, people. I didn't really. Um, I didn't know he was going to buy Twitter uh, until until after I was already on, on Twitter looking at it, going like just seeing lunatics, dude. You want to talk about what happens when you can talk to somebody without having to stand in front of them? It is disgusting the way people act. <laughs> like the way people just talk to each other like and you're a this and you're a that and they'll accuse, they'll accuse each other of anywhere from uh, uh, being uh, racist to being uh, an international spy spewing propaganda from another nation. Like that's that's the kind of shit that happens when you can't stand in front of somebody. I think that makes you, like as a small dude growing up, I think part of what made me so diplomatic 
or at least I've always been told, you know, easy to talk to once we become friends and, and understanding is because when you're a small dude and you grow up in a, in a, in a neighborhood or go to a school that's, you know, pretty fucking wild and there's fights all the time, you kind of like have to, you know, it's evolution. It's like, I don't, you know, I don't have a big body. I don't want to get beat up, even though sometimes I did get into fights. Um, for the most part, you kind of, you know, try to use your words, measure your, uh, measure your words so that people know exactly what you're saying and that you're being as calm and neutral as possible as to not, uh, get people riled up. Well, it's the, okay. So imagine you're able to be invisible and somebody's all happy, like, man, look at my new suit. And you're able to grab a glass of milk and just pour it on top of that person's head. And they'd have no idea that was you. <laughs> you get to do that on the internet all day to anybody you want. And nobody knows who you really are. It's yeah. just somebody just dumped milk all over my tweet. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm standing here like a jackass and some fucking dickhead. It's just leaving little footprints of milk as they leave the room. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's fun. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, the attraction to me is uh, because sometimes I do just get furious. You know, like if I, <clears throat> like if I'm um, against supporting any war or going to or bombing any any place. You know, there's always people that'll come out. Just people that are like, but it's you know they hate our freedom or you know we gotta go uh, take care of, of fight fight for freedom. We got to go bomb people for freedom. You know, that's, that's where I'm just like, you fuck it. But there's no way it's like a lose, lose situation. You're just getting mad. And you know that if you retaliate, now you're just one of these crazy people arguing on Twitter. And I'm, I'm sure that you're doing some kind of fucking harm to your psyche. Maybe like an inability to uh, compromise with people. Cause you're so, so used to being combative all the time. You know, maybe your wife, your wife wants to eat somewhere. You're like, no, bitch, we're not having that again. Cause you're just so used to. <laughs> it, but it's it's the emotional people. It's like the lady who's like, hit him, Dan, and Dan's like, fuck, all right, and hits the, and Dan wasn't even a part of it. You know what I mean? Except Dan is America, and America's like, watch, come on, fucking build me up. I love this toxic relationship. Jesus Christ, is that what it is? It's it's the emotional people. I mean, we're all emotional. Also, something with the moon and stuff and where we are in orbit. And, you know, that's why birds are flying into the sides wanna, of mountains. I want to believe in magic, dude. I <laughs> so want to believe in, like... Okay. Because when I... Is I swear magic, to God, though? when I, I... I make fun of horoscopes and all that stuff. But when I saw the shit for, like, the, the, that I'm... The, the What is it called? The month uh, animal? The, uh, for... Astrology. The Chinese, yeah, the Chinese calendar has it. The animal? Oh, no, no. I meant... Uh, because well, Pisces, the astrological sign. Yeah. I swear, I, I want to believe in this stuff. I know it's bullshit. It's like a magic trick. I know you're, you're the hand. You're doing something with your hand, and that's how it looks like the coin disappeared. But I know it's not real magic. Astrology feels like David Blaine doing a magic trick in front of you and going like, oh, I want to believe that, but I know it's bullshit somehow. Does the moon affect people? Um... I don't know. I mean, I know it affects the tide if of the of 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 the water. More murders are done during a full moon than any other day, and I'll look that up right now. I was about to say, I, I don't know, man. Shouldn't you have some kind of proof when you I'm, say that? 
Uh, astrology.com. <laughs> you gonna go BuzzFeed? That's <laughs> <laughs> about to say 17, 17 magazines article on why more murders happen when Justin Bieber. A twenty twenty study twenty ten study of Roger Williams University examined the lunar crime relationship in San Antonio over five years and found oh, the moon's shit. phase was not related with a level of crime disorder. It's just Mexicans and the way they are. <laughs> Did it really say that? What no. are you reading? <laughs> no, no. It said disordered reported to the police. Because it's in San Antonio. I was like, I didn't know we did a fucking study. Of course, San Antonio would do a study because of people like me. I was me. about to say, well, yeah, I know. And hey, then the I was about to say, it's like, man, they're going to be like, they're animals. What do you want? You know, they, they react to nature the way these beasts. <laughs> okay. when if there's a tornado coming, you're going to see all the Mexicans just running for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Mexicans and animals. <laughs> they can feel it in their bones. <laughs> uh, wow. I've been repeating that for years. And basically that said that it's, 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 it's a they myth. They said there's no, yeah, there's no correlation between the two. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I, I've heard you say that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I couldn't remember if, if, uh, if we had debunked it or. No, we never just, looked it up. I, I was like, oh, all right, I guess. You know what sucks? I, I need to start saying it in certain ways. Like, I think the moon, I need to say stuff like that instead of I spit it and it sounds like I'm saying a fact. Right, right, right. And I think you, that's what drives people nuts. Yes. You, you don't, you take a very like hard jump at it. You jump into the deep end right away. Well, you know, <laughs> Mexicans kill each other during the moon all the time. <laughs> yeah, you make it a racist thing. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Full moon worker. Uh, anyway, no, oh, I guess um, Twitter and Elon Musk and billionaires. <clears throat> that FTX, FTX, is that what it is? That FTX thing? Yeah, uh, they were laundering money. <clears throat> laundering money. Uh, damn, dude. This sometimes I feel like when I was hearing about that, I was like, maybe, maybe this is the world order. Maybe this is the natural order. Maybe dumb people like me that can't understand these things are just meant to be ruled by these people. And even though I, I didn't like, I, I don't have any Bitcoin or I don't do any of that stuff uh, or trade. I was wondering, like, man, like. I think I'm a fairly intelligent guy, hip to like government bullshit, or at least hip to a lot of bullshit. But how do I not know that this is happening? And not only that, now that I know, I don't even know what it is. I just know that it happened. FTX went down. Something about crypto exchange. I don't even know what that means. I guess a lot of- It was of, the second largest crypto. It was a bank in from the Bahamas. They were just people that keep your crypto money. Yes, they keep your crypto money and they pay you. Uh, they, they pay you uh, interest on it. So like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they created their own uh, dollars. Where they don't, they was backed up by other digital currencies. And that they was like, see, it's one for one. But what Sam Bankman Friedman? What does that mean? SPF, backed up. Uh, meaning, okay, we have X amount of our coin and that's backed up by X amount of this coin. So the reason it has value is because this has value. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that meaning they'll take the exchange of it. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you, if you start selling it, then we have to sell the reserve behind it and that's how we pay you. Okay. 
but that's saying that that that. So they basically, FTX was just a, a bank for Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and then one day the bank closed for all for all currencies. No, what happened was they had a bank run. Everybody tried to take their money at once, and the coin fell, and so they started selling all their Bitcoin. They had a lot of this other one called Solana, and that one went down like seventy something percent, mm-hmm. and so they're selling that to cover it. Female alone in prison. But the, exactly, <laughs> but there was it was uh, eight billion dollars that they were funneling into an American company, and so he was betting. First of all, full disclosure: Josh is always simping for the far right, so don't be surprised if you hear some. Yo, crazy. Yeah, this is what are you talking about? <laughs> don't be like, What the fuck? <laughs> Just fucking. <up. laughs> no, but this is where he's getting interesting because this is where I was like. Man, does every big news story with our government have some corruption in it? Because this is where that kind of leads to, right? So go ahead, uh, start from the. Uh, they were investing in what company in the? So they would what they they would they were just, they were trying and then okay so, and the theory is that Gary Gensler was trying to push FTX. Who the fuck is that guy? He's the head of the SEC. Okay. okay. Something so, to do with money in our government, right? Yes, correct. So if you want to uh, create like a ETF, you have to go through him. If your company wants to get on the NASDAQ or, or whatever, you have to get yeah, people go to invest through, your shit. Yeah, to go through that, through the SEC. Go public. Yes, exactly. See, I'm fucking learning. And so apparently he was trying to fast track it, and it's just really high individuals within our government that they're saying is like, Yo, this is, you were laundering money through FTX into Alameda, which was his company, that guy, Sam Bankman Freedom, Freeman or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. laundering $8 billion into his company. And I know I'm sounding like this is fat, go look it up yourself. Um, and then that money also was being laundered into Ukraine to fight the war. And it was something like $100 billion. And they were washing it in Ukraine. And so, so it was just basically, um, give me your money. I'm going to throw it over here. Nobody's keeping track of how much money is being put out and put in. And then so when the economy fell and the Fed tightened and interest rates kept going up, people needed their money, fucking shit broke. Oof. Yeah. And, but they're saying that there's uh, banks that are uh, going to, like American banks, I don't know who it is, but a major one that had a lot of money in it. But the people that got uh, hurt by this the most were are pe- people who were investing in the crypto coin. They couldn't remove it. They couldn't get it off the. But exchange. I'm saying, like, what kind of people? Like, are, are we talking about like like regular people? Yes. People with just regular. Raul puts a thousand dollars in the FTX exchange and he buys Ethereum and Bitcoin and Solana. He finds out FTX is doing this. He tries to remove his money. He can't because FTX put a stop to withdrawals. It's all right. They won't take it. You look again, all your money's gone. Wait, where the fuck did all my coin go? Where's all my coin? You're not backed up. Like a bank is backed up up to $100,000 for your savings. Mm. If there's a bank run or it's robbed or whatever by the government. But this is is not backed up by shit. You lost your shit. This is out in space. This is the second biggest exchange in the world. So when I say exchange, think NASDAQ and Dow Jones. You know, Damn. that whole thing went down. That's how you know they got you by the balls, man. People try to do something. Well, and take a look at so <clears throat> take a look at this. They're uh, on the thirtieth. 
they were supposed to have the, a New York Times event. It was that guy saying Sam Bankman Freed, Freed uh, president uh, from Ukraine, Mark Zuckerberg, and the secretary, Janet Yellen. And it was with uh, the New York <laughs> Janet <Times>. Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was New York Times in partnership with WEF partner. Uh, Accenture is supposed to be hosting a live event with all these people. And it's about bringing in the new, you know, the new system. When is this? Uh, was, was this supposed to happen? It was supposed to happen on the 30th. Mm, of this month. Uh-huh. Damn, just recently it collapsed. So where's that? Where's the guy? He's being held at his house where they'd have allegedly massive orgies. So it's $35 million mansion in uh, in the Bahamas. And they asked him, how are you doing? He's, he's like, the, he's like, I'm really not, I'm not that bad. I've been playing video games all day. I'm doing pretty good. He's, he's, uh, I also heard he was uh, autistic or something like that. I don't know, or is, is that is what they're I, trying to say yeah. now? Like, oh, dude, he's just, you know. He's Mark Zuckerberg, like the way he talks. Right. Like that weird, like, hey, but he's from. Lack uh, of social skill. You know what? I'm tired of these fucking billionaires trying to make themselves sound special. Like, they're the kids. Oh, I'm so smart. They're the kids of the I was billion. an idiot, and I was also terrible at connecting with people. You're not fucking special. <clears throat> Have you seen his girlfriend? No. That's also a part of it that helped run it? No, let me see. Well, I mean, I can't see it because it's fucking. I'll show you right now. Tell me what to type into my phone. <laughs> Janet yelling at people. That's her. And she was the one helping. Uh, oh, this broad? Yeah. And she was the one that's. Uh, and she she's like throwing him under the bus now, apparently. She's like, Sam knew the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, she, that he's the one. that Put, put her picture back up. Can you imagine that guy and this chick just having, like, the raunchiest, Ugh. like, fucking nerd crypto sex? <laughs> Smells like pennies uh, <laughs> and a little bit of doo-doo. <laughs> uh, Harry, why did they put this on Daily Mary? Ma mail, Harry Potter fan, ex-girlfriend, 28. Why Harry Potter fan? Founder Sam Bankman Freedom bragged she only needed elementary school math to be CEO of his startup, despite propped up by funds from his failed sister crypto exchange. Dude, being an owner of anything is you can do it uh, knowing basic math. You just got to put smart people uh, in charge of shit. She secretly transferred $10 billion from FTX to Sam Bankman Fried. Uh, his Alameda research. How much money? Ten billion. Ten billion, dude. Ten billion. Can you imagine, dude. Like I have fantasies of like winning a million dollars, and in, in my fantasies, I have to pay taxes. So I'm like, well, then I'd be left with what four hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> what would I do? In my own fantasies, you should never have I to pay tax taxes. myself. I no, not in my fantasies. No, no, no I'm saying, if you lose ten billion dollars, like if I had ten billion dollars and it was all in FTX and I lost it all. That's my tax write-off for life. Like, oh, Jesus. you know what I mean? But is that a write-off? If you lose all, yeah. Like, for example, uh, a company called Core Scientific I've been investing in is now 19 cents. And it's probably going to go, it's gonna, probably going to go bankrupt. So I get to write off all the money I invested. And I'm going to have that fight next year with my wife. As I'm like, hey, put this deduction. And all that money invested, gone. Go ahead. So the, <laughs> so the government will... Tax loss. It's called tax loss har harvesting too. You can purposely in crypto, 
at the end of the year, sell all your crypto, if it's at a loss, write it all off, and the very next day, purchase it again. Yeah. And so now you get the tax write-off, and you still have it all back. And usually, if, you, if you're a big corporation, you're, that probably made it drop, which made other people sell. So now you can buy it back even cheaper. But in the stock market, you can't do that. You have to wait 30 days. So if you sell everything, you have to wait 30 days before you can buy everything again. In crypto, there isn't. You can sell. Hey, that makes sense. Jesus Christ. You can sell. That's why they're trying to get people to regulate it now. And that's what I think is going to happen. They're going to regulate it really hard. And because all these, people are just stepping in and out of uh, the. Because pendejos like me who are like, man, I'm broke, but I put a lot of money into Shiba Inu. And you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a stupid dog coin, oh. you know? And so they're trying to say, it's like, well, you guys are too stupid and you're going to hurt yourself. So now we got to regulate you. And it's really just because like this, it's so much insider trading and everything. And it's, I mean, $10 billion, the way we're, that's bigger than uh, Bernie Madoff and all them. You know what I mean? Like Jesus. it's huge. And everybody's just like, oh, well, but it's crypto. So it's crazy. Well, um, the good news, I'm selling some shirts. Uh, <laughs> 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 so I'm already on my way there, man. One of these days. One of these days I'm going to be, I just want, I just want a house with a pool. If I can have a house with a pool and a yard big enough for my dog to uh, run back and forth and, and cut a trail into because I never walk her. <clears throat> You want to hear what cool she said? That. What, this bread? Yeah. Let me see. That All right. Be able to so is this chick, why does it look like a porno is about to start? <laughs> or it has been Freeze it and show everybody. Activity. Well, not like that. Oh, I can if I freeze it, it does. Uh, cocksuckers. Uh, yeah, absolutely could pull it off without my math degree. <laughs> use very little math. Um, use a lot of like uh, elementary school math, like uh, arithmetic probability uh but not really any of the advanced stuff i learned in college yeah i love right, sucking right. cock I so know. i see those uh, abstract math classes are not are not the yeah. are not required yeah. bitch okay, you can't okay. even talk english yeah she was and uh, apparently i forgot who her mom was her mom some uh like high <laughs> up on the clinton um um what's it called uh advisors She'd been a Clinton advisor for a long, long time. This chick, her mom. Her mom, yeah. Dude, yeah, that 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 whole uh, business is uh, incestuous. Yeah. Uh, they they just uh, politicians nepotism. with politicians. Yeah, nepotism. Politicians, uh, kids are with politicians' kids, and they all go to the same schools. Fucking make each other drink pee Ugh. as some kind of fucking ritual. Look, that was their that was their coin, in one day, boom, boom. Look how low it went. It was up here, and then just they they just that, took all that money. That doesn't mean anything to me. What the fuck is? It's the, a chart. It's a it, eighty-eight dollars minus ninety-seven percent. It used to be at two thousand nine hundred or so. What was 3, that? 000. That peak? Bef how, how, what was that peak uh, before it dropped? Uh, right here. Yeah. Does it uh, say? No, it doesn't say on here. No. But I mean it's a little more dramatic when you know the number. But the peak was But it does fall flat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ninety seven percent and then 
I mean, this is all good, but how does this fucking help me, you know? I feel like, uh, that's what I was saying earlier. I was like, is this the order of the world? Just the, 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 the people with the most clever scheme are the ones with the, with the billions of dollars, with the millions of dollars. And the rest of us were just like, Hey man, I mean, as long as I can go to the movies on Friday or go see a comedy show, I guess it's not that bad. Is it people, maybe it's people thinking, uh, not thinking big. But do you have to think big all the time? I I, I think it's uh, after after the whole pandemic, um, the world is is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's just the the whole board was flipped over and all the chess pieces are are in the air and it's like it's, grab what you can. Everybody is basically like realize, oh no, fuck society. It's 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 a facade. It's always been every man for himself, in in this big um, what do you call it? Playground we call capitalism. It's just every man for himself. And if you get caught under the wheels, that's on you for not uh, not looking out. It's more insane than that. The concept of money is being questioned right now. Meaning, for five thousand years, people would at least agree. Like, okay, well, gold, you know, there might be fiat money, but for 5,000 years, people would agree at least gold is something that we can value. And and now people are questioning mm. that. So it's like, what is money? And what who's going to decide what we go by for now on? Right, cause, because the, uh, we've only been using money for a, a fraction of, of the human existence. Yeah, we seashells, rocks. You know, we'd always use it was something. tangible. I mean, useful things, practical, tulips, practical tulips, things. Tulips lasted forty years. What? Tulips? Never heard of tulips? Where they? Uh, the flower. The flower was used as a tulips currency. Tulips do not last forty years. Dude. No, no, no. The tulip currency lasted forty years. Never heard of that. Oh, the tulip. I thought uh, that the tulips were supposed to last oh, for no, forty no, no, years. No, 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 no. I was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" No, tulips. Were... I'm high as fuck, and I can't think. <laughs> I have tulips right now. <laughs> <laughs> they always die. Uh, but no, 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 yeah, there was a thing called, uh, or there was a, there was a time that tulips were used as currency in a country, and it lasted forty years. They used tulips, and then they call it like the tulips collapse. And it's oh, like, yeah. yeah. It was, it was like their uh, crypto. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that tulip thing is, is is stupid. I don't know why you keep investing in tulips. Yeah. <laughs> and when we hear all the, I'll just like, I'm telling you that in shells, bro. Look at all my shells. <laughs> Pearls. Yeah, it was always something like that. But gold has been the longest running, 5,000. And that's because it doesn't oxidize. <clears throat> so you can put fi a, right. a thing of gold in the is ground. Is super malleable too? Yes, that too. Yeah, yeah. So you're able to break off a small piece and then... Hmm. Over. Apparently, that's why the aliens brought us here so that we could mine gold. Now we're fucking talking. <laughs> <clears throat> what is that one about, dude? Because you've heard, uh, you've told me before, but I think I was either really high or really drunk or yeah. both. But what is what is that shit about? Uh, you mean like seeding? I've heard about that, like that they seeded the the world with human beings. Oh, it's a, it's a thing that I've watched. It was uh, basically the Anunnaki came down and Jesus Christ. Well, no, yeah, everything has this backstory. You gotta re read a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, fucking. basically, yeah, and that's what it is. It's my Lord of the Rings. It's fun. <laughs> and they came down and they were they were mining gold for thousands of years. The Anunnaki like, were mining gold here. Yes, because they needed to survive for some reason. Right. 
And Earth apparently has a lot. It of makes go- her dick hard. Yeah, it makes her dick hard. <laughs> so they, they like jewelry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're Viagra. They're horny toad weed. So, well, apparently, like for thousands of years, it was just on the surface of the Earth. Like you could see it shining and everything. That's what. And then they overmined it, or what? Everybody overmined it. You know, like they said, talking about the cities in Mexico of of just everything's paved in in gold. You know. Yeah. And then. Um, Anyway, so the Anunnaki come, then after a while, they're like, I don't want to mind this shit no more. So then they take a monkey or something, and they- They just got tired? They got tired, they started fucking monkeys and stuff, and then came humans out of that. And then they apparently helped them evolve, and then we're supposed to be mining the gold. So they got monkeys, And then they left, or some shit. Is it, I mean, it's not, is it understood that they had sexual relations, or did they just like- create us in a in a lab so in in the in the thing they create them in a lab and then the take the embryo and put it in an anunnaki woman and then she gives birth to it to a half monkey half anunnaki which was us right that's what they're saying on the and then end. they enslave their own offspring their own correct their own yes. like I guess I guess we must look. But what happened? To them. But what happened was uh, it created nephilim because apparently the Anunnaki men were like, "Hey, some of these women coming out nice." Oh wait, wait, say that again. They created what? Nephilim giants. They created giants. giants. Oh, nephilim. Can't even spell the Anunnaki it. created giants after they created the nephilim are mysterious beings or of people Hebrew. Bible who are oh, here strong. we go with the whole fucking Kanye thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why? They're these giant monstrous Jews. <laughs> Man, that's see that whole uh, conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory. The whole like uh, weird origin of man uh, stuff that gets so weird, but it always somehow comes back to the Jews. <laughs> or the, or or uh or the native americans so it was it was a giant race of human beings because the anunnaki started fucking the human women god god or the head of the anunnaki found out came over and that's why he had the flood it wasn't to kill humans apparently it was to kill the nephilim oh yeah wait they're bigger why would they be wiped out and not uh i guess they just they're, they're... they don't know how to swim <laughs> Apparently, they man. had those goofy fucking. Yeah, oh, my pituitary gland. <laughs> <laughs> I can't swim, even though I'm eight feet tall. Motor. I'm telling you, motor skills go away after like six foot seven. Oh, I don't know. six six foot nine. I, um, no, I'm thinking about all the Tracy McGrady. He was six nine. He moved amazing. You so know around I mean? seven, maybe around seven feet. That's when you're just like. No, because uh, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, seven foot. Uh, when I was five years old, <laughs> I I wore a size large, extra large. Uh, Yao Ming apparently was made, not in the lab, but they made his parents like hook up so they can have like a, an amazing athlete. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. You think they, they, you think they did something to uh, Yao Ming? I mean, in, in vitro kind of thing? Like. Oh, what is it called when uh, they take the egg out? They put a sperm, a special sperm in, in, and then they just shove it back in there. Mm-hmm. 
You think? Would you ever do the the crisper thing where it's like um, air fryer? Yeah. No, uh, I forgot what the it's called crisper or something. Uh, but basically, you're able to decide the genetics of your child. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, this is this is both you and her attributes. What do you not want in there? Well, get rid of allergies. No. Oh, oh I, I have mean, green eyes in there. Put green eyes. Yeah. yeah. No, this I, I I always feel like there would be some kind of like monkey paw wish thing to it. Like, like you're born without a soul. Yeah, like you you you. If I were to like add it, like, oh, we're just gonna make him perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it would probably f- do something. I mean, it's something unnatural, right? Because you're you're basically uh, loading up all the bars on a on a, on a make your own player fucking thing. There's gotta be something that happens in nature that that's a good uh, um, what is it called theory or hypothesis that maybe comes out and he's just like, huh, so funny, dad. Yeah. You're like, come on, it's funny, right? You're like you're the inferior me. Yes. <laughs> All I do is math and athletics. <laughs> Jump over barriers. Uh, honey, did you not click on Saul? <laughs> and I'm all trying to make him <laughs> trying to make him laugh. Yeah, so you'll be running away from the police, huh? No, Dad. It's called athletics. Okay, track and field. Okay. Ah, dude, I wouldn't want to raise a cycle. I, b- I believe in the old school Mexican Catholic or Mexican or, or Irish Catholic way, you know. Which is you just keep having a bunch of kids, and one of them is going to turn out all right, and they're the ones that you you put the whole family's back on. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to have a volume. Well, you had to have a volume of kids because yeah. Well, a lot of them, let's be honest, weren't going to get educated, uh, but they had hands and they had feet and they could help out around the house, help out mom, help out dad. It's so crazy seeing my aunts and which ones. The older ones, how motherly. I mean, they're all motherly. They're all mother, but like with their own sisters. It's like they're a mother oh, to right. them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you have those the uh, those big families where like they're twenty years apart. Yeah, like my my mom, uh, my mom's big sisters. They're all like older than her. Like, yeah. Like they, they she looked at them like they were moms. Yeah, like my kids play with my cousins. They're my cousins. Oh, shit. But they're the age of my kids. Right. So it's like, it's weird. They're like, yeah, we're cousins. Like, technically, you're my cousin. And they all looked at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, because you're my... I'm not going to explain this. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I was was watching that movie. uh, By the way, everybody, you guys got to watch... You guys got to watch this movie, All Quiet on the Western Front, man. I was talking about it on, on the Willful Ignorance podcast. I saw it, man. It was so fucking good. I haven't seen a movie uh, about war that was that good in a while, man. Or, you know what? I haven't seen a movie that was that good, period. I mean, it was, yeah, it had, like, war scenes or whatever. But it was, like, it was beautifully made. Like, my my girl likes independent films. She's not that big into action movies. Uh, not particularly war, either. Uh, but she 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 watched it with me, and she was trying to do her her homework. She was like, "I'm just gonna work on my stuff. You can watch whatever you want." And after 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 the movie started, like it just draws you in, man. It's fucking powerful. And I was wondering, I was thinking, I was like, "Is that is that glorifying war?" 
And if so, I thought to myself, wait a minute. But I think war is one of the very few things in life that is worthy of glorifying. And when I say glorifying, I don't mean thinking that it's morally right. What I mean glorifying is glorifying it because the monumental task of millions of people working in cohesion to try to destroy another group of millions of people. The, the things that, that human beings do as a group uh, is amazing. And it's at its most awesome and powerful when, it, when, when it's war. I mean, you can see it in things like sports. I, I think that's why we love sports so much because it's a physical endeavor. It's, it's a simulation of warfare. This is why football's king because football was able to, uh, to masterfully recreate the, the emotion of, of, of two f sides fighting in a war, but you know, without, I mean, apparently for years they were actually hurting each other pretty bad. But I think they've they've uh, they're starting to tweak it so that people don't uh, you know get concussions. But the point is that it, the reason why we love football so much, why we love sports so much, is because they simulate that struggle of war, which is the most, uh, like I said, the, the the biggest arena in which human beings work together, and it's the highest stakes. Out of all of them. So I'm, when I'm watching this movie, right? And it's so fucking good. It's two and a half hours long, man. Usually when I see two and a half hours, I'm, I'm like, I, I give you two hours. But Jesus Christ, two and a half hours. Is this World War One or two? It's the World War One one. The Great War. Yeah. And uh, I watched it. And I was like, damn it, man. Am I? Because for a while, I used to be like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to watch, uh, war movies and then and then be like M -M oh i can't watch movies because i was in the actual war it's like yeah more than anything to me it just it gives me an insight like when i see guys running i'm like fuck that sucks asshole like if i see a movie where like they're running in their flak jackets and they got all that fucking gear on i go man i know that that sucks fucking ass but it happens and you can't do it. So it gives me another um, another insight to it. So I do like watching uh, war movies, right? But I don't, I don't know. I was getting conflicted because I don't like, is that glorifying it or idolizing it in some kind of a way? Uh, the way I, what I told myself was that it wasn't uh, idolizing it. It was, it was glorifying it and meaning it was putting it on a pedestal as far as human endeavors as a group, like that is probably the biggest human endeavor that there is, is a group of people working to try to murder another group of human beings for whatever X reason. Um, but I, th I don't know. I think that's why, uh, that's why war movies are so compelling. And the reason this one's compelling is because it's, it's very well written. Uh, not only well well written, but it's uh it's very well shot. It everything about it is fucking perfect, man. I can't recommend it enough. Um, but now I feel like I gotta you watch. Think it's different Rodrigo. for you, like because you actually went to war. 
compared to somebody I don't, who I don't, hasn't. I don't really think uh I don't really think is that different. I think like I said, the only thing that's different is that I can tell or I can put myself in that position of like the war movie and like see the guys running through like either through streets or through this jungle. I I go like man that I know that fucking sucks. Like you're you're you could barely breathe, but you're on so much adrenaline that your your legs are fucking pumping, and then you know sometimes you you step wrong, you fucking slip, and you're like fuck. I know that's happened to me before. So and maybe it'll add a little bit of extra, and that you know what that feels like. But I think at the end of the day, man, it's just uh, the ability to be violent is 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 in most human beings. And the grand majority of human beings. And you can use your imagination of what it would fucking feel like. You know, like you don't really need to have uh, been in a war to to look at a war movie and go like, fuck, that sucks that that guy's doing that. You know, you can get lost in it anyway. But I guess that's just uh, good movie making. Good filmmaking. But I don't know. I feel like I, I, I got to watch... Uh, I wish I could do what George does and just watch terrible movies. Yeah. For the sake of watching a terrible movie. And then and then not having a problem with it. And it's like, oh yeah, it was terrible because of this and that. I'm I'm like furious after like 15, 20 minutes and if a movie sucks, I'm like, fuck this stupid shit making me waste my fucking time. And then sometimes I'll just stay there watching it, hypnotized. It has to make me question reality a lot of the time. If I can like like oh this is this is different this is you know what i mean like getting uh that's why i like documentaries so lost much. into it yeah because i'll start like if i watch a documentary or somebody's biopic i i i, I pause and then i start like researching it i'm like oh this is this is bs yeah yeah i like watching documentaries too man the only problem is you take so much stuff in that you like just start spitting it out and it's just like all right what did i look up that was true and what's not true and then you don't just I too know, much info right? you don't does remember this, does this person have an angle too you know yeah you realize there's some kind of fucking neo-nazi afterwards you're like oh shit yeah like when patrice was putting out um all like he was the obama deception like he was big on that like when it came out in 08 oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah which was alex's jones documentary yeah and he just kept going on and on with it he's a big alex jones uh dude here's my thing with those guys like you know earlier we were talking about glenn beck right and uh and even Alex Jones there's a lot of like dudes that seem crazy uh when they talk about their cons conspiracy okay i got to i got to <laughs> say that right there's a lot of dudes right that are considered conspiracy theorists guys that dabble into like listen this is what the government's doing this and that and sometimes it becomes so crazy like the F FTX thing yeah it was just like ah, a bunch of idiots fucking lost their money, and then you and then you start hearing, oh, but they also donated to this political party, four hundred million dollars, and then four hundred million dollars uh, disappeared, and now they they don't know where that came from, and then you're going like, fuck, man, does everything, everything that works out there in the government uh, a, a fucking lie or or some kind of a cheating scam, or am I just now listening to a guy that's gone insane? And is always talking about stuff like that. It's both. It's both. It's both, but, right? But it's the brain chemistry. Like we're talking outside how 
I, I can't drink alcohol because then I get super tired and I want to go to sleep because my chemistry is different. My chemistry for bullshit is very high. I can consume. <laughs> I can pound that back. I'm just like, this is fucking great. Whereas other people are like, I'm nauseated. I can't take this shit no more. This is, I feel stressed out. And it's like. I don't know how you guys drink this uh, truth. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not even truth. It's just <laughs> well, the thing is that it's not not the truth yeah. either. It's it's uh, it's a, a lot of opinion with some things that are true, but at some point it, it, it becomes hard. Uh, some people just go, well, I'm going to take everything that he says is truth instead of going like, well, what about this is for sure true? And what about this is just a, an opinion where, you know, the guy just puts a little more, you know, a little more salsa into their tacos and makes it a little bit spicier, you know? Some people just like to binge on junk food. I'm just going to stuff my face with junk food. I don't care if it's true or not. It feels good to me, and I'm going to keep doing that. And it's probably really bad for your brain, but I was once told the reason I do that is because I don't have feel like I have control over my life, so I have to feel like I have control of the world's problems. Like, right. oh, I got it all up here. I know what's going on, but you don't. Well, I mean, I don't know. I would, uh, I would challenge that in the sense of, like, I... I've never like heard about stuff that's happening like that our government's doing in other countries and thought that that gave me control. If anything, it made me feel even more helpless. I was like, but the knowledge man. of it, not maybe knowledge. the knowledge, yeah. uh, maybe that is, I think that's just a reward system of finding something like yeah. looking for it and like, Oh, look at this. Uh, they fucking shot Kennedy for sure, mm. you know, and it was the mafia and the fucking government. The scary part is when you find one that's like real and then five, six years later, everybody's like, oh yeah, that's real. And it's like, and then it just becomes part of the American. And then it's even scarier when you see everybody go, oh yeah, that's real. And then ignore it. Like the, the Epstein thing. Yes. I had said stuff about, you know, I, I didn't, I heard somebody say about it, about mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then I repeated it. And, but I've. Believe but you it. had heard the the whole uh, billionaires are going to uh... sex cults and and all this and and actually it goes in my head it goes much deeper, which scares the shit out of me, and which scares what scared me more is that everybody's like meh that happens, it's like oof <clears throat> that nobody takes it as seriously as you do. Well then nobody felt disgusted. I felt disgusted. Like I'm like man, these are our leaders going and doing this shit. Like it's the same thing as it was. You know, in Roman times, you know what I mean? You you, you hear about the debauchery right, that they right, had in right. the bathhouses, and you're like, what a crazy society. No, we're worse here. Because uh, well, you're flying them in from all over the world. And it's a bunch of old, leathery uh, fucking yeah. dudes getting, been doing their, it for years. getting their dick sucks by these, like, bombshell models. Oof. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love I love getting my dick sucked. <laughs> I love getting my dick sucked on an airplane. <laughs> and I'm already going to Epstein Island. I'm fucked up, dude. That's exactly what he would have been like. <laughs> and people would be like, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> play my play my saxophone while I get my balls licked. <laughs> Damn, you should have been a nineties comic. That would have been <laughs> I know, right? Hey Hillary. Hey bitch. I'm fine. I'm fun, Monica. Come here, chubby. <laughs> <laughs> or when the Federal Reserve is not a is not a actual federal, you know, it's not part of the government, right? That That's, one, that I didn't, I didn't get scared, but I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? What's money then? But I mean, sometimes you can be so stupid. You're like, but I mean, 
there's got to be an explanation for it, right? Like we're we're not. Uh, and then the same person folds the dollars. Like, look, the, twin, <laughs> the alien. Look, the twin towers. I told you. One of them's see? on fire. Oh, I was that asshole. I was that asshole. Twenty five. Like, let me see a twenty. Give me, give me your. Let's start folding it. I'm like, and you see. And then I wondered why. Like, I was like, why is everybody so? They don't want to be around me. Like, I don't get Everybody it. Everybody gets weird when I bring up mass murder on the dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> that we did. Anyway. They get weird when I give them a speech about Building 7. I don't understand what's wrong with them. I thought it was called Tower 7. Building 7. Stop changing the facts, dude. This is how I know it's bullshit. It's, I, Tower 7 is just lower. Right? Bu no, Building 7 is a lot Let me lower. see that shit. Yeah. Let me see that shit collapsing. I'm Ooh. tired. I'm tired of you fucking... You've never seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I showed my mom and she freaked the fuck out because I go, okay, I didn't, oh no, I think we did this before, right? Fucking George started making fun of me for it. Uh, <clears throat> all right. All right, everybody. This is, this is OG misinformation. <laughs> I don't see anything. This building. It's all zoomed in on. All right, I'll refresh it to the beginning. Hold on, watch. It's gonna zoom out. Look at this building. Uh huh. All right. Straight into the footprint. Well, I mean, maybe it slipped on something. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, watch. Doesn't lean anywhere. And the guy who insured it for terrorism. Like a month before, the guy who owned it. <clears throat> he's in on it. <laughs> I mean, he's no, you in can't. on it in the sense, listen. I don't even want to bring his name up, so I'm not going to even bring that up. Billionaires allow the government and vice versa to do whatever they want. So I don't think you can, you can, I think it's more simple. It's as simple as they, they probably could have prevented 9-11. Am I really fucking saying this out loud? This is fucking Well, crazy. just like they say they could have prevented Pearl Harbor. Yes. And and fucking, uh, yeah. And that came out too, man. Like, is, is everybody that we believe to be a hero in elementary school now a big fucking liar piece of shit? Yeah. Are, 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 are liberal white women right about that? <laughs> um, what was I getting at? There's a, there's a higher level, though, I think, that they... It's like you're running the whole house, right? And it's like, well, why are we doing that? That's mean, Dad. And it's like, you don't fucking understand. That dog on our front yard is going to attack our house. I got to go fucking mm. kill that damn dog. You know what I mean? I think it's like the mafia. That it's, was a horrible analogy. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the mafia, right? Like, they're all in the mafia. They're all criminals. And they're going to do something, but they got to warn, like, hey, we're going to go kill a guy, but it's going to be by your restaurant. And it's like, all right, we'll just make sure you don't fucking do it. And, oh, but in this case, it was like, hey, listen, there's going to be some shit that's going to happen. Uh, I would insure my building for terrorism. I can't tell you what we're going to do, but I would insure my building for terrorism. And the guy is like, or, say no more, homie. Or you're already in on certain councils. And so you hear about threats before the rest of the population. So you're like, shit, that might happen in a year or two. And so what you do is you insure it because we don't know where it's going to hit. So right. I'm going to insure it for that. And then just so happens a month later, then it happens like, oh, fuck. But because I'm high up in the society, 
I get access to these committees, 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 these these morbidities and <laughs> chlamydia that I get from these islands, and I get to use that knowledge to my benefit, whether that's the insurance, whether that's certain stocks. I just know what's going to happen before it happens because I'm getting information. Yeah, I mean, that's my explanation for Tower Seven. It's just listen, I we can't see what happened. What, where, where was that? Where was that? It was right next to the towers, though, right? Right next to the towers, and they said it happened because uh, there was a fire inside. Of, of, yeah, it was the whole inside was on fire, even though we didn't see flames really coming out the side or anything. And then that's why it fell into its footprint within seven seconds. So, so they basically said uh, that because. The towers came down. Not the towers, Building 7. No, no, no. But I'm saying the towers came... What came down first? The towers? The towers. The towers, right? Yeah. And then, I guess, in their devastation, somebody dropped a candle. And then it lit the whole place on fire. What was their explanation for, like, why why was there a fire? Um, Because, oh, yeah, debris fell onto the building. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it could, you know, cause a leak in a gas pipe or something. It's, it's oh man, I want to go so hard into this and I can't. <laughs> Why not? Because I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. But, Why are you going to okay, go hard on something you don't it? know, bro? Uh, Why are you going to go hard on something you don't even know, bro? Nobody knows. We weren't there. But my conspiracy mind, all these firefighters went to the bot after it all collapsed and were like, why is... Why is there uh, the the steel beams turned into, you know, fucking molten metal? Like, why is that happening? And now they're all fucking dying and they're not saving these people. You know what I mean? Like, why why do they? Because they're witnesses. Get them the fuck out of here. They're witnesses. You're saying is that the reason that they're... Uh... No, I, I'm saying I believe the 9-11 Commission and I'm 100% down with the story. And FTX did not do any of that other stuff. And whatever digital dollar they want to give us and chip us, let's go. You heard it here, folks. Uh, Josh believes that the government wants first responders to die, which is why they're withholding uh, funding for their health care. That's crazy, dude. I mean, I don't believe anything that I can't prove, but I like to... um, Entertain scenarios, and and I have a Rolodex of different scenarios. And it's like, oh, this is where 9-11 was actually an inside job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I don't use it. I don't put it into my program. I just have it there as like, oh, that could have been something, you know. That's all I have in the the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) There's no regular fucking, sometimes regular things are. I like to create my own reality, live in a fantasy um, but I've learned to not force it on other people. You know what I mean? Where I'd be like sheep. Yeah, I mean, there's for a while when I when I woke up. You know what I mean? Right, right. I was. I just thought everybody was a sheep. Where you're like sheep. almost evangelical about very uh, much so. That's about- why. That's why my parents. Uh, when I went home for Thanksgiving, like you got to get away from us. Go see a. We're gonna send you to a priest. And when I was there for Thanksgiving, they sent me to a priest. To go talk to him about Towers uh, Building 7? <laughs> I unloaded on this poor priest about the Federal Reserve and how every, the New World Order. How did he take that? He gave me a, a stack of books and was like, but his face was like, 
all right, well, you know, it's not end of times. So I was like, I didn't say it's end of times, but I'm talking like, when I'm telling him, I'm talking like this the whole time. And no, 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 like, no. Like, like I want him Fucking to do Adderall something. Fucking out and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I want him to do something about it. You know what I mean? Right. Which would, George got mad at me ugly because he was just like, what the fuck? Do you want me to do about it, Josh? And I'm like, <laughs> remember we're in the car? <laughs> you were there, I think. We're going to Corpus or something. And I'm like, nothing. I'm just telling you. He goes, how do you even fucking... He got so mad. <laughs> but I would incite that out of people, and I didn't want to do that anymore. So now I keep it up in here, and it's gotten worse, and it's gotten louder to the part to the point where I'm up at 3 o'clock at night, like, pacing back and forth. Like, it Bro, you me even, up. <clears throat> you don't even need to get too hard into conspiracy theory. Just, like, the stuff that does come out on, on the news now is infuriating. Because they'll tell you, they'll they'll be like, we're sending more billions of dollars to Ukraine. Yeah. And you go, what the f That's not even a conspiracy. They're saying it right yeah, now. Yeah. It's like that in itself is frustrating. So I can't imagine. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I love stories. I fucking, which is why I love stand-up, because I like using my mind to take words and create reactions from people and, and create some kind of narrative that's funny at the end. And, and I love telling stories. So when I hear crazy conspiracy stuff, I don't I don't believe them, but I don't dismissive uh, dismiss them as complete uh, pure maliciousness uh, or complete pure stupidity. I, I look at it as like that is something someone believes for X reason. Uh, I don't, but only because I haven't. Uh, I don't know enough about that, but I am at this point in my life. I'm like, just about anything could be true or false. You know, like if, if we, we found out that, uh, that all, all, there was a group of both Republican and Democrat, uh, politicians that were like having sex with underage, uh, children or, or engaging in satanic fucking things. I'd be like, Oh yeah. Sounds that, about right. That sounds about right. You know? And I, I wouldn't be like, what? But they, they did that? No, man. I, I, I but because I like to keep an open mind. But also, I feel like I have to say, keeping too much of an open mind is most definitely not good for you. When I went, when I went to the psych ward in, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in the VA hospital for anxiety, um. I remember telling uh, some guy, we were smoking a cigarette outside in our fucking crazy person pajamas. And uh, he was like, what are you here for? I was like, oh, this and that. And and then he goes, eh, it sounds like you just have an open mind. And he seemed like such a like wise dude. But like, I also don't know what the fuck this dude is like mm -hmm. when he's fucking hammered. He's probably I, like. I fuck dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and, but see, it seemed like there was a lot of people there they were just normal and there were some people just mainly elderly what year was this uh 2010 uh after i started stand up and uh yeah well part of me doing stand up was cuz like i was just i i did mushrooms for the first time um, two months prior and then uh i was a little freaked out by that and a little also heartfelt i understood love and all this shit and i got anxiety And then after that, I just, I felt like wanting to do stand-up and then I did it. And then a few months later, I'm getting like anxiety, panic attacks, 
and I, I go into the VA uh, psych ward. Uh, it was because I was I was drinking a lot too. It's like a, a from what I understood, a lot of vets would go to the psych ward and be like, "Hey, I, I'm I'm gonna be a harm to myself or something." But it was really because part of them just wanted to get out of the streets or get out of the bars or get out of the uh, whatever place. Sober up. Yeah. So you'd go in there and and usually they would have you with somebody that's like just like you. And I remember talking to a dude and it was like, yeah, dude, I don't know. I just fucking came in here. I didn't know where else to go. And I just, uh, yeah, it was lonely. Didn't give a shit, you know? And, and then I remember, um, like detached, you mean? No, not detached. Just like, um, yeah, well, I guess maybe from society yeah. or the world, maybe just didn't have enough people to talk. I think most of it was just not having somebody to talk to, you know, or keeping it in and not talking to the people that you do have, uh, to talk to because it was also, uh, like, like I said, the, the ones that were really like, you could tell there was something, um, up with their mind, uh, was like the older ones where they, you know, like missing teeth and, and just like not acting crazy, but just like not all there, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember making this one dude laugh, and I was saying just dumb things, and he was just like, ha, 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 ha. And then I, I would just be like, yeah, and then they bring you this, like, stupid food and all this stuff. And the guy was just laughing. and I, But I knew that that guy was, you know, like, gone. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, you know, he wasn't about to pick up the, the New York Times and read it, you know, and, and see what is happening there. <clears throat> so that was crazy. How, how the fuck did I get into that? Uh, the going to the psych ward, you mean? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I guess we're all crazy. Oh, being right? too open minded. Yeah, too open minded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you intaking too much information. Sometimes you got to slow it down. You know, sometimes you got to slow it down and be like, you know what? What I need to do right now is I need to clean. I need to uh, clean this fucking kitchen, and then put in some laundry, go work out, and not think about the past or the future or you know yeah what am i gonna you know what am i gonna do about this just Im do some something immediate that's good yeah you know like that's how i usually get out of those weird funks where i'm i'm usually like thinking about the future like oh man what am i gonna do about this and that and this and then i start getting a little too like i could start feeling the anxiety and I'm just like, go work out or go fucking yeah. walk the dog or something positive, immediate, you know? I was told I have too much time to think. That's what it is. Mm. You need to do more with your day. You have too much time to think. That actually is uh, is a trap, too, about having too much uh, too much time to think. Which I guess gets into why you got to every once in a while. Man, I can't. I wish I knew how important exercise was earlier in uh and uh, uh in my life in my 20s i wish i i know how important exercise was and much more as a guy how important lifting weights is for um for overall mental health you just you feel good like your mind feels good after uh doing uh weight exercise even if it's not because like, I used to think, like, I guess you have to, like, get enormous so you can do a lot of weight and then it feels, I guess, the bump. But it's like, it's, no, it's just, it's a weight proportional to your skinny ass, you know. And then you you do, you know, whatever uh, weights you got to do, whatever exercises. 
and your your mind feels like it's healing. It's crazy, and I didn't know that in 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 my t entire twenties. I didn't know any of that fucking shit. It wasn't until I started like, you know, seeing people on YouTube, and and you know Joe Rogan talking about physical fitness and how it was supposed to be good for you and all that shit, and then going you know down the rabbit hole on YouTube of like people you know teaching you not just how to do exercises but like I guess the neurology of of exercising. Of how good it is for you, I I like it because it it keeps me from uh from drinking too, because sometimes I'm like I can't drink today because tomorrow I want to exercise, and I just don't get a good workout if I if I had like three or four beers. Uh, the next day, I'll feel not as good. I could do it, but it's better for me to just like be completely sober, and then the next day, hit the old fucking gym. You know, pick up my five little, uh, my little five pound weights, get my little sweat going, and then just go home. Put on my yoga pants. Put on my yoga pants with uh, juicy in the back. <laughs> <clears throat> what is the what is the uh, what is the uh, the cleavage of a guy? It's your arms, right? Mm, a, a man cleavage no, is no. it your chest? Uh, it's the cum gutters. The the. The cuts that on your hips, the V cut. Yeah, I think that's the. Why do you have to say cum gutters, dude? They sound so like when like you, a gutter full of cum. Yeah, that's like exactly it's raining cum. In like your when house. you when you when you're laying on your back and you cum on yourself, but when you're fat, it just rolls off the side. But if you have cum gutters, it gets stuck in that cum gutter. Why would I roll over and just cum on no, myself? You wouldn't have to roll over. I'm saying like because you're already fat, so you're eating chips on your chest. And you're jacking off down here, and then it, it shoots up and it lands on your on your stomach, right? And then it just it rolls drizzles off, drizzles down, drizzles down, right? And you get your chips and you're like, mm. you eat it, right? And then, but if you have cum gutters, right? And you have, and then you just, or actually, you're not jacking off on your back. She she, you go, I'm about to nut, and she gets off, and you're like, and you nut on yourself, and then it gets stuck in the gutter. I like how right now I picked up my fat fold and I was like, right here where the cum gutter uh, should be. And I watched it. I saw the whole fucking, I have this weird like Sharon Stone fucking view of your legs. Stop wearing gray short or pants. Like, oh. You're like, when I dig the old bad boy out. Man, I used to have cum gutters. No more. Um, I just want to look as good as Anthony Kiedis. It uh, is oh, the lead singer for uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, that guy's always been ripped. Yeah, I mean, it's, and he's not been like enormous or, or, or skinny. It's just like in shape, you know. If I can keep it in, in, in as good a shape as Anthony Kiedis uh, did in his forties and fifties, yeah, I wonder how old he uh, how old he is. He's in his fifties at least. 50 something, right? He's got to be like 54, 57. No, he's probably like 57. How old am I? 30, 20, 38, 48. He's 60. What? He's 60. Anthony Kiedis is 60. Flea is 60. Chad Smith is 61. And the other guy's 52. He's the youngest. Yeah. Wow. John Frusante is, is, uh, so what, 51? 52. 52. Wow. Damn it. I remember you listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers when I was in uh, in, in Iraq. No, in Afghanistan. 
He looks more Mexican as he grows older. I used to go. Uh, who? Uh, Anthony Kiedis? Yeah. Um, that's the Red Hot Chili Pepper. Uh, John Frusciante looked Mexican it, for like, like three years of 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 his life. It was weird seeing that. He did. No, uh, John Frusciante. Yeah. There's a couple of years where he looked a little bit Mexican. He's not. No, bro. He's like uh, I think he's he's Italian. Oh, and his father used to be a, um, I think, uh, some kind of was it composer or or band director of classical music or some shit like that. The guy, I guess you have to have it. Your dad has to be good, so that you are amazing. Like look at uh, like Mayweather, yeah, Khabib Nurmagomedov. They all had fathers that uh, they were good. And then I guess having a son that follows in your footsteps, you get to pass on all this knowledge so they can basically skirt all these fucking um, problems that you run into. The thing that took you 20 years to learn. Yes. They can learn like that. You can feed it to them in like five years and then they take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So. Generational wealth. Generational wealth of knowledge. Yep. But on top of it, wealth. But that's what real generational wealth is because the money after like two or three generations, you know, usually goes to shit. And this then, is why it's so important to, um, to have a father around or a mother for that fucking matter, you know, because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be the person that already went through the fucking ringer. And now you're you're getting ready to be an adult. And their job is basically to like be a coach and be like, listen, you, you're going to see this and then you're going to see that. This is very important that, that you don't fall for this or that if you see this, you attach yourself to that. Not necessarily a father, but at least a father figure. <laughs> so if you have an uncle or a coach. Sure, yeah. You, you know, you grow Father up with, figure. I guess that's like a Tyson, more uh, accurate with, way. With, uh, Tyson with uh, Cust- Customato. Customato, yeah. Yeah. You have to have somebody that uh, that basically guides you, you know. Or at least, you know, a dad like my dad, somebody that'll drink with you and talk about stuff. And uh, I think my me and my dad really didn't talk that much until, like, I started drinking. Really? And I got out of, I got out of the Army, and I was drink with him. And then that we... I mean, it, he was always a very loving dude. But we didn't, like... We didn't really, like, start connecting, like, on a, like... Just laughing our asses off for like two, three hours. How old were you when you were like, when you, when you saw him, I mean, you could see, you always going to see him as your dad, but when you saw him for the man who he is, it's like, oh, there you are. You know what I mean? Like you would like, just like you would see any other person. I guess, um, I guess it was, uh, after I got out of the army, cause I remember, um, I remember telling a friend uh, about like the day that I left uh, San Antonio, I was back on leave, and then I was gonna leave. Um, I was gonna go back to uh, to the army, and we were more than likely gonna go to Afghanistan. And my dad didn't go see me off at the bus, and I remember being bummed out that he just disappeared the night before. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I guess you fucking. And I remember sharing that with with a uh, uh, Sergeant Ramos. I remember he's this Puerto Rican dude. We were on guard, 
And I don't know. I mean, you're on guard with somebody for like eight hours at a time, six hours at a time. So, you know, you're going to start talking about all kinds of shit. And eventually it came down to, to family. And I remember telling him that story about like, yeah, my dad, like he just, he didn't show up. Like he, he just, he left the, the, the night before I was supposed to leave and he didn't come back. Didn't see me off at the bus. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that was up. That was about, I mean, I guess the old man has always been weird. And then I remember uh, Sergeant Ramos was telling me like, why is it that I know why your dad didn't go and you don't? And I was like, what? He goes, dude, he's like, you're his only son. Like, what? he goes, I'm not saying it was right or, or wrong. I'm saying the reason is because you're his only son and he was, he, was, he was sad and afraid that you were about to go off to war. And he just couldn't bear himself to look at you. And he, and then I thought, this motherfucker, that's probably why I never see him cry. Because when he feel he gets himself out of situations where he might want to cry. And I just remember thinking that and going like, holy shit. Like that was, that was what it was like. That wasn't my, just my dad. It was, that was a dude that was not as ready to deal with his emotions. Um. Uh, as one would uh, imagine an adult of that age would. And I was like, oh, that kind of, that was probably the moment that it got me thinking like of him as. Well, your dad was probably your age right now when you yes, were Yes, my dad was my age. So it's like if, if my son was about to go uh, into the army or into the Marines or something. And I'm just like, I, uh, I'm just going to go to Cabazas and smoke for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Pass out on his fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, man. I mean, it made me. Uh, it was it was cool because I. I mean, I didn't harbor any resent. I thought it was fucked up, but I just thought it was just something weird. Maybe that's why y'all were so close when you came back. Yeah, because it was just like. And not only that, I was drinking too. Well, that, but I just like because in my head, I thought, well, if I don't say bye to him now, I don't want to say bye like I'm saying bye to my son, like he's never coming back. Mm. So if I don't say bye, he's going to come back. And then when you came back, he's like, oh, all right. That's why you never said bye. Yeah, yeah, that's why I never said bye, because I knew I was going to see you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You never brought it up to him? No. Man, see, that's my problem. I keep bringing up trauma. <laughs> I keep bringing up trauma to my dad and, like, laughing about it. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember that time. He's just like, why are you bringing this up? Like, stop it. Like, that's not, stop trying. He go, basically what he, the roundabout saying is just like, you deal with that. You have to deal with that because you're a man now and you push that back because your family counts now. All right, that right, right. Just bullshit. You know? Right. That, that is, that is an old school way of thinking. Yeah. He's very old school. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, my dad is, is, you know, as, as progressive as you would want somebody that was born in the sixties, yeah. you know, to be uh blue collar all his life. You know, but he, he, I could tell that he also feels like it is part of his duty to not share his feelings, to not bother people with his feelings because he's got a, a duty, which is to, to provide for the family. And at this point to provide for my mom mm -hmm. and nobody needs to be bummed out by emotional issues. Yeah. That's how they think about it. They no, don't think about it as like healing. They they think about it as like, you don't bother people with your shit. Yeah, exactly. Because he, he told me, he's like, your happiness doesn't matter. Like, why? That doesn't matter now. You have to provide for your family. 
Yes. And I was like, oof. That's 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 the mentality of men in war is like my my life doesn't matter. Yeah. The what matters is that the mission gets accomplished. And then we kill these motherfuckers. And in his head he's just like, I get it. My brothers get it. Why doesn't the oldest <laughs> of the whole family fucking get this shit? Understand like understand it. Understand, dude. Like and fuck, I felt like all the way to my thirties I didn't understand that. I mean uh, yeah, I mean, I I, un I understand it, but it is also like, dude, some people are just born the way they're born. Like I, I can no longer. Well, they were raised by a military man. By a military man. And my, my grandfather was in the military, so he raised them very. Oh, like, like structured like, and, and stuff structured. like that. Yeah, they all had the military haircuts growing up. See, and now I have the opposite of like I don't want to be structured. I don't want people to tell me what to do yep. and how to do it because I took mushrooms and it showed me that I was free and I won with God. <laughs> so fuck you. And I'm a butterfly. So <laughs> Come out fuck little. you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> You're at the psych ward scene. <laughs> Fucking rocking back and forth <laughs> with my fucking juice box. <laughs> but mumbling it. Fuck you, what you tell me. Fuck you, what you tell me. Fuck you. Who's that guy? Uh, Roll's about to start another ride. Let's get down here, please. Comedian. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I guess we can uh, finish up here, man. Um, you got anything going on? This is coming out next Monday. Yeah. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, yeah. If you're not doing anything and you're in Austin on Saturday, November 26th, come check me out at Monk's Jazz. I'll be headlining two shows. Get your tickets uh, and upvote it on Do 512 if you can. And then also uh, December 2nd at the Upstage Comedy Club, San Antonio, off Walsham. Get your tickets and uh, check out ComedyFrequency.com. Hell yeah. And uh, this uh, twenty, this Wednesday, the twenty third, I'm gonna be in Austin, headlining the new Cap City, the old Cap City. Uh, I guess it shut down like two two years ago or something. Well, it's back up. Uh, it's in a new location, Cap City Comedy Club. It's the first time uh, where I recorded my first two uh, hours. Um, I'm gonna be going back and performing there for the first time in years. Uh, thank God uh, for uh, Margie and Chandy who. Um, hooked me up with an ability to headline so this wednesday if you're in the uh in the austin area man come check it out uh other than that thank you guys for supporting the podcast uh my buddy who uh showed up yesterday a lot of a lot of people have been showing up to the revolver show uh at uh, laugh out loud i met like three different people they came up to me they were talking about watching the podcast and 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 the the stand-up that I put online, it was pretty cool. So uh, those of you uh, coming out to support Revolver here in San Antonio, man, uh, at the Laugh Out Loud, thank you guys so much. Uh, uh, brother that told me that you're, uh, you want to do stand-up, man, you, you got to go do it. Go go to uh, LOL, throw your name in the bucket and, and, you know, write for like two or three weeks. Write your best, you know, three or four minutes of material and then go start throwing your, uh, your, your, your name in the bucket. One of these days you get called up, go do it, man. Uh, it'll be fun. At the very least, you'll find out that it's not for you. But, hey, who knows? Maybe you find out that this is the shit you always wanted to do. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys have a good evening. Goodbye.